In this episode of The Swear Wolves, we talk about Halloween 2018, Halloween 1978, all the Halloweens in between, and our favorite Halloween memories. the swear wolves horror podcast the podcast that discusses all things horror i'm brett i'm david i'm alan and this week we are going to primarily discuss halloween 2018 um before we get started with that we were talking briefly before we started recording about previews or trailers in front of the movie the one that piqued my interest that i'm really excited about is glass um i really liked unbreakable when that came out, I was very disappointed that M. Night Shyamalan actually didn't make a sequel because he was planning on it at the time, but it was a box office dud. But I thought it was one of his better movies, actually. It's my favorite Shyamalan movie. Yeah, it's it's really good. And then Split came out uh, last year, yeah, two years year ago. Two ago. And I really liked that movie. And that was kind of at the end, spoiler alert, it's two years old, so who gives a fuck? <laughs> um, at the end, you see the Bruce Willis character from Unbreakable, and now he's making a third movie called Glass, which primarily is about Mr. Glass, Samuel L. Jackson, and his about to rule the world. Another yeah, kind of superhero like, movie. Is he plotting to break out of, uh, are they in like an asylum? They're or in like a, yeah, an insane asylum. Asylum patient. And yeah. uh, he's partnering up with the split personality guy um, to get him to like permanently change into his strong, weird, <laughs> freaky. Be- was it the beast? The beast. The yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then Bruce Willis has to save the day with his raincoat. <laughs> it looks Bruce, like a trip. Is yeah. Bruce Willis in the asylum too? It seems like yeah, it. It, looks like, yeah, it looked like it too. And I was like, well, what happened, Bruce? What'd you it do? It seems like the doctor um, who's played by Sarah Paulson, um, is bringing them all together to be, to say like, look, you guys are all nerds. You're not really superheroes. You don't have superhero. <laughs> you don't have super abilities. Um, but that was a that was a good one. I'm I'm looking forward to that one. I think it comes out uh, November. Uh, what else? Uh, what preview did you get? Uh, uh, you got different ones. Uh, the Curse of La Llorona. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, I want to see this. Is it a Spanish film or is it an no, American were, it's film? It's an American film yeah. off an old uh, yeah. Spanish story. But I remember taking Spanish in high school and like around uh, Dia de los Muertos, uh, our teacher played the, like an audio recording of somebody telling the story of yeah. La Llorona. Which is the story of this woman who is so like distressed. Doesn't she drown her kids? Yeah. And then I think she's really sad. She's about, weeping. Right? So she's looking for her baby. She I like think. screams. I should have paid better night. attention in Spanish class. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, I just remember listening, like playing the audio. And I remember the narrator 
had kind of a funny accent and kind of a funny voice, and he would do little voices. And then Alayarona said, "Oh, me! You missed your calling. You should be a Alayarona. Audiobooks. Yeah, yeah. Spanish audiobooks. Bad, bad Spanish with the English. Like a terrible accent. Um. Okay. So to the meat of the matter. Halloween, meat and potatoes, 2018, uh, the third movie ever to be called Halloween. <laughs> uh, except for, I argue that the first one is John Carpenter's Halloween because that's how it's titled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> officially, officially, uh, but it still is Halloween. So this is the most recent Halloween movie. Uh, don't want to give any spoilers away, so we won't really talk too much about specifics on what happened. But the basic premise is Michael Myers is in a mental hospital. These uh, shithead podcasters, which all podcasters are shitheads. <laughs> from, they listen uh, to their podcasters like, oh, wow. <laughs> from Australia, uh, decide that they're going to confront Michael Myers, try to get him to talk to them, interview him, go and approach him. Yeah, he's a tough interview. He's a tough <laughs> interview. He's been in the mental hospital or the, the system since uh, the first movie, since 1978. It's been 40 years that he's been stuck in this hospital. And, and just to clarify, this is... A direct sequel to the original. From the original, right. Yeah, so he's been locked away. Uh, they didn't kill him. He just got caught. And he hasn't been, spoken a word in 40 years, but he might... Talk to these podcasters. They, maybe might. they're going to be the ones. They're Australian. Them. Yeah. Hey, Mike. Hey. hey, look at this mask here. Yeah? You like killing people, eh? <laughs> so, <laughs> That's not a knife. <laughs> <laughs> Our apologies uh, to anyone listening from Australia. <laughs> we apologize to the entire country of Australia. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So then they go interview Lori Strode and we find out what she's been up to for the past 40 years. She has a daughter. She has a granddaughter. Um, they still live in Haddonfield or Haddonfield proper. She right. lives on the outskirts, maybe. Oh, yeah, and just to back up, Michael uh, did not give them any useful. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No I'm sound not trying, bites from Michael. I'm not trying to I don't want to spoil, but uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah he, they asked Michael how he's doing. He's like, get the hell out of here. He no, he does not say that. Clint Eastwood. Um, and so uh, then all hell breaks loose and you can guess what happens. Michael somehow uh, escapes, starts rampaging on the town of Haddonfield, just like he did 40 years ago. And uh, confrontation between Laurie Strode, Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers, the shape uh, takes place. And that's pretty much the plot of the movie. Uh, like Alan said, it is a direct sequel to the original Halloween. Um, they do not acknowledge any of the other Halloween movies in the series. Um, not directly, but there, uh, there were cool, there was nods, there's little a nods. few references. And I did like the way, um, and I won't say what it is, but there is something that's, uh, kind of is commonly understood through, if you, through all the sequels of a plot point, uh, that I thought they very cleverly got rid of, uh, and I'm speaking very vague, but one of the kids like brings up like, oh, isn't blah, blah, blah. Oh, they, they do that in the trailer. So oh, we can is that talk in the trailer? Oh, man, I should watch the trailer. Oh. <laughs> in one of the trailers, yeah, it's, well, because they're not acknowledging any of the sequels, we can acknowledge this. Uh, it's true. One of the granddaughters, um, Allison. Allison's, one of Allison's friends says, wasn't 
Michael like your mom's brother or your grandma's brother? And she's like, no, no that's no. some. It was just a rumor. Or that's something someone something. made up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which it is true. Something someone did make yeah, up. A writer, <laughs> a writer for Halloween too. <laughs> um, so let's get uh, let's get our overall thoughts on this movie. Uh, we'll start, Alan. Let's start with you. Yeah. So I watched it last night, uh, the last viewing at the theater, and Alan just woke up. Yeah, I just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, so we saw it at eleven o'clock last night. Uh, first and foremost, was it packed? No, it was about eighty percent packed. Okay, but it was it was a good turnout. What I enjoyed about it when it first started, so it starts at the asylum, and I want, I'm not I'm not going to give too much away. You know, we're not going to spoil anything, but uh, I really love some of the uh, some of the the references they did to the past, like a certain they use certain voice samples of a certain character. And uh, I thought that was really cool. It, it kind of, it, it made, I don't know, it just made the, uh, the experience feel so much more, I don't know if nostalgic's the right word, but it really took me back to the first time I saw the Halloween movies, especially the first one. And I was excited to see this movie, but as it started and as it went into that first sequence, I was like, man, this is really cool. And it was it was really thrilling to finally watch a new Halloween movie. So it, I think it does justice to the original. Uh, I really enjoy Halloween two, the original Halloween two, but I think this sequel is a really, a, a real treat. It, it does very well. I think that they did an excellent job in creating a new sequel and I highly recommend it. I had a lot of fun. Uh, I went with a buddy. He had a blast. And uh, as much as I want to say what happens, I don't want to give anything away. You got to see it for yourself. <laughs> so it was really, it was great. Okay. David? Uh, I did not like it. Oh. oh. No, I'm kidding. I thought it was fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, no, I thought we were going to go to I, blows no, here no, for no. a second. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, at Alan's point, I, I, there was a lot of nostalgia. I mean, obviously the the, you know, the music from the original, uh, with some new work from John Carpenter, uh, introducing some new, yes. new elements into the score that I thought really worked. Yeah, um, I thought it was funny, um, but not too funny. Uh, I thought it had just the right blend of humor to kind of ease some of the tension. Yeah, and then I was um, I was also pretty surprised with how violent it was. It yeah. was a lot more, uh, some of the kills were a lot more intense than I was expecting. Cause right. I had heard, you know, and knowing that Danny McBride had a hand in it uh, and that the director was somebody who's known more for comedy. I was expecting that to be lightened a, a little bit. And I was, I was really glad that it wasn't that they still. And I thought he was going to be in it at one point. Danny uh, McBride. Yeah. No. Yeah. Glad that he wasn't. Uh, yeah, but I like I do like He's his character from Eastbound and Down. <laughs> 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 or he plays the guy from uh, Tropic Thunder. Yeah, it reprises that role. Maybe like during a sex scene, he can pop up and be like, "Big ass titties." <laughs> or do you did you ever see the movie This Is the End? Yeah, yeah. He just plays himself, <laughs> where yeah. he goes psycho and he's got that cult group following him, where they're all cannibals. Yeah. And you know, there were things that worked. There were things that didn't work. I'm sure we'll probably talk about that. Um, yeah. But overall. Yes, I liked it very much. Uh, I highly recommend it. I, I, it's great. I'm going to buy it the day it comes out on yeah. Blu-ray. Oh, of course. Um, I agree. I thought it was a really well done, true to the original um, story. 
yeah. true to the original theme of what the original movie was. Um, the original movie, Michael Myers wasn't Laurie Strode's sibling. There was no demonic possession. <laughs> there was no, you know, yeah, he just, was just, just a, a psycho yeah. kid. Yeah. Um, a troubled youth. <laughs> very troubled. <laughs> um, who goes on a murderous rampage killing babysitters. And, you know, the, the score I thought was really good. I thought, you know, they brought the original theme back, mm -hmm. but they enhanced it and tweaked it just enough. Yeah. And then there was original music for this movie, yeah. too, yeah. that John Carpenter and his son. Yeah, they re-recorded it. Um, his son and godson. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So it, it was just a really good movie. And like I said, I think as a, as a true sequel to the original, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And um, there, was, there, was, there was things that I didn't like uh, about the movie, and we can talk about that in just a moment. But the things that I did like, I really liked the opening credit sequence. Right. Yeah. Uh, yes. The pumpkin. A real nod back to the original, the original. but with a with a yeah. cool little spin. Yeah, yeah. I thought, and the and even just the graphics of the um the titles. Yep. Yeah, I think it's the same mm -hmm. font. It was the same font, yep. and it was just in that kind of tone. Um. Yeah. So yeah, things that I didn't like about the movie. Um. Well, there was a lot of things that I liked. Uh. But I don't want to go into too much of that, <laughs> only because. I feel like people need to see it. And if you're a fan of Halloween, um, the original and seen it as many times as we all have, you will get the nods yeah. to, you know, yeah. when, uh, when the granddaughter's sitting in the classroom yeah. and she looks out the window. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's those little things that is just like new spins. Uh, yeah. On old. Yeah. Old when tricks. the one boy, uh, who's a friend of the granddaughter, uh, sees the, who he thinks is the neighbor. And he says, Mr. Elrod, uh, that kind of goes back to the whole, yeah. you know, thing. It's just, it's just little, the people that wrote this movie and the person that directed this movie, you can tell that they were fans. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's what I think ultimately makes a good movie is when the person is a fan yeah. of yeah. the genre and they can really let that shine and pay tribute to it without going overboard. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there was a reverence to it, but without cop straight up copying. I also liked how they, and this isn't giving anything away because they flash back to the original mm -hmm. and they show yep. the, the um, original movie, right? They, you yeah. know, it's a clip. It's not, they didn't refilm something. Yeah. I thought that was a nice touch too. Cause I had heard when they were working on the movie that they were actually talking about reshooting it, like a new ending see the first one to, to patch the two together. Yeah, I don't think it and needed it. From what I understand, no. Carpenter talked them out of it. I was like, yeah, you don't need to do that. No, you yeah. didn't need to do that. Yeah. Oh, the other thing that I really liked about the movie yeah. was Julian, the little kid that is getting babysat. <laughs> I love that kid. I thought, <laughs> first, of all, first of all, that kid needs to be in every movie. <laughs> that kid was hilarious. As yeah. that character. Yes. <laughs> He's about 10 years old. He's, yeah, very funny. And he is being babysat by one of the one of the teenagers and he is, he steals the show. His yeah. comedic timing was fantastic. Yeah. Um, his name is <laughs> Jibrail Nantambu. That's his uh, real name. And he's one of my favorite characters in the film. And he just, like I said, steals the show. He should have been in more scenes. Agreed. I really liked him. Um, I also liked Lori's son-in-law. 
The guy who played oh, uh, oh. The Daughter's Husband? I didn't like you him. You didn't That's, like that guy? No, he's, that was oh, one of my dislikes. He was great. And, <laughs> and I was telling my buddy, I asked him, do you know who that is? And he didn't know. That's Artie from The Adventures of Pete and Pete. Oh really? That's Toby. That's Toby Huss. He's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, I thought uh, I liked that guy. Yeah. No, fuck you, Brett. <laughs> um, that was one of my gripes, with the exception of the main sheriff and Julian, the little kid. Every guy in this film is a bumbling idiot, an asshole, or a pussy. Oh, that, that doctor. Wow. He's an asshole. Yeah. And an idiot. And a pussy, <laughs> and the boyfriend. Yeah, the guy is, the, is an asshole. The teenage asshole. guys were annoying. The the uh, the the other friend who who I mentioned earlier, he's an asshole. The <laughs> the son in law is an asshole. Is a douche and a <laughs> pussy. The the one stoner friend, he's a pussy. So in in other words, there's a lot of assholes and pussies in this movie. But the we'll, strong characters we, are all females. Now I'm not true. knocking that. I'm that's not true. knocking. I listen. Uh, all right, I fully support. All of that. But why do we have to go to the extreme? I understand it's been done to the extreme in the opposite way in the past. But that doesn't mean now every movie we have to go, okay, all the guys are assholes, dicks, or pussies. And all the women are smart, strong, and brave. Why can't we just go, hey, can there be a guy who's also (laughs) smart? I mean, there was the sheriff. No. (laughs) The sheriff was. um, and And the little boy was, too. Yeah, 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 he was. <laughs> he was smart because he's just like, fuck this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's something I want to uh, spoil. Yeah, yeah, the kid says wanna... something that's pure gold. Pure gold. Pure gold. Yeah, you got you um, to see it to experience so it. So that, that was kind of a gripe in that sense. I understand why, but I think it's a big cliche now in movies being made in this day and age that we have to have all the women to be strong and smarter than the men and the men have to be bumbling idiots. <laughs> I think that's, I think, I think, yeah, it, I, think I don't think more of that for sure. Yeah. And, and listen, I'm not justifying the fact that in past women have been bumbling idiot bimbos. <laughs> no, I don't think that's right either. So let's not go to the extreme with either one of them. Uh, you know, let's, 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 we, make, let's just have a movie where everyone's idiots. Either everyone's idiots or or, or, or everyone's a, there's smart. a few of them for yeah, sure. And that's something I do think is cool about some of the more modern horror films is I think we're seeing a lot more intelligent horror movies. Like you know thinking, the characters thinking to like Get Out and you know Hereditary, like movies that are a little more a little more thought provoking. Yeah, yeah. characters you know behave logically. Yeah. So <laughs> that I mean that was that was a gripe that I had. The podcasters were annoying. Yeah, I didn't like yeah. them as fuck. I, I will say this though: one scene that back to back to things we really liked. Uh, one scene that I did really enjoy, and and it kind of was a little eerie, was at the asylum out when they were outside. And I'm not going to give anything away, but well, it's in the trailer, so I think you're kind of safe. Yeah, you know, it was in the trailer, but um, with the other characters in the yard. It was pretty eerie, and then the guy takes out the mask. Which you know, that's in the trailer, so that's not giving anything away. But uh, that was also one of the things I actually didn't like was him taking the mask out. Like, yeah. to me, that was bad, bad judgment on behalf of the people running the the hospital or yeah. the, the mental asylum. Like, but I, I love. But the, they they justify why without giving anything away. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. is a whole without giving anything away episode. I love the um, reaction to the mask, and I'll leave it at that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was cool. Agreed. But again, 
the podcaster was an idiot and yeah. he just kept screaming oh, at course. him. And I was just like, shut the fuck yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> shut up. Yeah. Um, to your point, David, though, you said it was a lot more violent than you had expected. And I think that could be something that I disliked as well. I understand why they did it in this day and age. In 1978, though, none of, it's not that violent. That's no. true. The original Halloween is not There's gory. almost no blood. Yeah. The only thing you possibly could say is when the one boyfriend gets stabbed to the wall and yeah. he's just hanging there. Um, but there's not really a lot of blood. Uh, there's just, there's just not. Yeah. And in this one, I mean, some of those kills are brutal. Yeah. Although I, I think it was still a step back from the Rob Zombie films. Like those ones, some yeah. of the, some of those were just borderline grotesque or yeah. it was just pretty gratuitous. Like I, I thought this one was, didn't quite go that far. No. Um, but I thought it was definitely a step up from some of the, uh, the eighties yeah, and early nineties. stuff. The other thing I'll say about those kills is that they were realistic in this one kind yeah. of, yeah. with the exception that, okay. And this isn't going to be a spoiler, but, Michael almost has superhuman strength, right? right? And he's not a big guy. A thing that I did like. I liked that too. Is that they didn't make him huge like Taylor Mann um, or, or Maine or whatever. Taylor, uh, Tyler Maine. Tyler Maine um, in the Rob Zombie ones who's like... It's Taylor eight, Swift. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's as tall as Taylor Swift. He's got a big reputation. Yeah. Um, no, he's like... He's like huge, right? He's like eight feet tall. He's a big, big man, yeah. And in this one, he's just a normal sized guy. Maybe he's six foot. Average Joe. Yeah. Um, but he's just uh, a normal sized dude. But he's got this superhuman strength. Uh, now, granted, he's beating up people that aren't necessarily like UFC fighters, right? They're not going to fight back. That podcaster. <laughs> I'll hit you with my microphone. <laughs> Let me record this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <he> <laughs> Don't touch the beakers. Do you, remember, do you remember that old Adam Sandler? This is expensive audio equipment. Do you remember the Adam Sandler where, uh, and now the severe beating of a high school janitor. <laughs> mop, mop, mop. All day long. That's kind of what it was when he's like beating the shit out of that guy. He's just like, oh. And then he beats the shit out of the uh, the Spanish teacher and the other one. And yeah. the person went on to narrate La Llorona. Oh, man. man. Biblioteca. <laughs> La Llorona. Ay, mijo. Um, yeah. Uh, but I agree. I like the fact that Michael Myers uh, was a average pretty you know slightly above average in size. 60 year old. Like, yeah, and he's like uh, a 65 year old. But yeah, he wasn't a hulking you know maniac. Uh, yeah that we've come to, to see from the last couple films. Right. Yeah. So overall thumbs up, yep, uh, thumbs as up. far as, uh, Pamela Voorhees heads, I give it four out of five. I would say I would agree. I go four out of five. Um, the things that I didn't like, and I liked way more than I didn't like. Yeah. Oh, I, I um, do want to clarify. Right. I, th- I'm just picking out small oh, for sure. minor details for stuff that like we haven't really touched on that. I, I thought the mask in this one was really cool. Um, I, 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 and I think it was cool in the Rob Zombie ones too, but in the, some of the eighties films, it was too clean too just, just plain white. Cheesy. I, I like that this had some wear and tear on it. Yeah. Uh, I thought the mask was really cool. Um, the music, I know we already touched on that a couple of times, but just to, just to add a little bit to some of the stuff that Carpenter went in and added, there's some guitars, which is not, has not been a staple of the, uh, Halloween scores. And I thought they were used really effectively. Yeah. Um, Small spoiler, but not really. It's music. So, um, the first time Michael Myers and Allison make eye contact, there's a really cool guitar that kind of just goes, Bwom! and I just thought that was a really cool little touch. It got 
Got me a little goose bumpy. Yeah. Um, speaking of music, did you guys stay through the credits? I did. Yes. Did I you did see, too. did you hear yes. the last song? It was playing as I walked out, but I can't remember what it was. It was credited as being written by uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. This isn't giving anything away, but um, in the original movie, remember Jamie Lee Curtis is like singing a song to herself. Oh yeah, when she's walking and she's just like making it up. Yeah, yeah. They recorded they that. Recorded it and oh, made it into an actual yeah. song. Didn't John Carpenter write it? Oh, that's awesome. I wish well, I had stayed she's credited as lyrics. She, she sang it because she made it up. Right. Um. So then John Carpenter wrote the music and finished the right. song for this film. So he wrote. The oh, music. that's way cool. Yeah. yeah so I, yeah. I, it's kind of a little nod that not a lot of people would recognize. Well, it's funny because as I was walking out, I heard it and I was like, "This sounds familiar." Yeah. Yeah. But that and explains then, it. And I think the, doesn't the song get played during a scene in the movie as well? I believe. I don't think On so. The I radio, think it's just. Oh, maybe oh okay. When I don't remember the. Uh, yeah. So I'm not. I'm not maybe it does. That I, was a great scene too. Yeah. yeah. Um. One thing that I did not like. I thought for Jamie Lee, uh, for Laurie Strode, uh, you know, spending the last 40 years really preparing and hoping and praying for this to happen so that she could take care of business. I thought she made some really poor decisions. There were a, there were a couple things that she did. I was like, Laurie, no, like, you're, you're smarter than this, Laurie. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Um, and I thought that was a little bit annoying. Uh, I guess that would be just a general gripe. Uh, I thought there was some poor decision making on the, on the part and going back to Brett's point of, you know, people being dumb, uh, smart people doing dumb things. There, there was a little bit of that in the movie that I, yep. I thought was a little, uh, a little jarring, but again, overall, and if we're going to, uh, Pamela Voorhees, uh, heads, I would agree. I'd say four out of five on this one. Uh, to be honest, uh, there, I don't recall anything that I did not enjoy. Only thing I would say is maybe, you know, like you guys were saying, some of the characters are like kind of irritating and, you know, but uh, but that's life, man. That's People life. Are that is yeah. life. I'm probably one of those characters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the douchebag dad <laughs> that I hated. That's why I hate him. Self-loathing. Yeah, but out, outside of that, um, uh, I thought the length of the film was just right. I, I kind of wish it had been a little bit longer, but, you know. I thought the pacing was really the good. The pacing was good. Yeah. Um, some of, I'm going back to things I liked. Because I, I just can't think of anything I dislike. But but one other thing I really liked was that cinematography and the way they used the camera tracking from uh, point A to point B. Uh, I thought that was very well. Again, done. it it I think they took a lot of their a lot of it from the original John Carpenter film. Right. It probably was a little bit better made. Yeah. Right. They have a bigger budget. They have you know, whatever, yeah. more technology available to it was them. a little more polished. Yeah, yeah that's a good point because lots of times too in movies, and you see it a lot in horror uh, just because the nature of movies taking place at night, uh, lots of times it's hard to see what's going on mm-hmm. or, you know, see, and during fight sequences, it just kind of all bleeds together. And it, yeah, I thought it was filmed really well. I thought it was lit well. You could see what was going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they did a good job with that. I think, you know what? One gripe I did think of, I, I wish we could have seen more of the uh, annoying teenagers killed off. But you know. Yeah, that's a good point because um, <laughs> there were only just a couple of friends. There wasn't like a whole big crew of them. Right. Yeah, there's specifically one that I wish would have gotten yeah. jacked, but yeah. whatever. And you'll see. If, Maybe that's a deleted scene. When you go see it, you'll <laughs> see who we're talking about. But uh, I would give it four and a half heads. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I could be tempted to go four and a half. Yeah, I need to see half. it again. Yeah. I yeah. well, yeah, definitely. I, I messaged my son um and I told him that I saw it 
and he said that he wants to see it, and so I, I'll probably go take him yeah. to see, it, see it because again. awesome. I I don't think there's anything that I, I mean he's not like two, okay, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, it wasn't like the language wasn't super over the top. Like no, no like Rob Zombie's movie, every other word is fuck. Uh, and this one didn't really have a whole lot. No, of that. and even language wise, uh, I'm, I'm okay with that. You know, nudity and the only nudity was a flashback. Was a flashback to the original. Yeah. Um, so I'm sorry, that's a spoiler. If you're going there looking for for boobies, uh, <laughs> and there's no sex. Just watch the first mm-hmm. one, and there, yeah, there it is. Um, so if we had to rank this, okay, so we're gonna talk about in the Halloween movies. We got Halloween, mm-hmm. John Carpenter's Halloween, 1978. Right. Halloween two. Right. Halloween four, we'll skip over three because that's not part of the Michael Myers right. legacy. Even though we love three, we're gonna skip it. Yeah, that stands alone. Uh, Halloween four, Halloween five, Halloween six, mm-hmm. and H two O, H two O, Resurrection, right. and then do we want to throw in Rob Zombie one and yeah. two? All right, so there's ten. So where do you do we want to rank them all? That, I didn't I didn't write them down. We're we making a top ten. List? I wrote mine down. I I ranked them. All right, top ten. Yeah, you want to go from one to ten or ten to one? Oh, let's go. What ten, is the let's worst go ten one? to one? Let's okay. start with the shit. Okay, uh, the worst one. The worst one, in my opinion, is Halloween Resurrection. Res- I agree. Mm. Yes. Oh, Descent. I'm gonna say Curse of Michael Myers is the worst one. Halloween Six. Oh. oh no 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 no! I'm sorry. Halloween Rob Zombie's Halloween Two is the worst one. Really? Yes. Oh, all right. Well, we're going to have some fun a little later then, because I ranked that one a little higher. Rob Zombie's uh, Halloween 2 is the worst. And I love Rob Zombie. I love Rob Zombie music. I love Rob Zombie films, except for Halloween <laughs> I 2. I love Rob Zombie cereal? Or yeah. <laughs> they should make Rob Zombies. They should make Rob Zombie cereal. And they then there could be white will. zombies, which is like white frosting. Every, fun, every Funko Pop figure there is, at some point, there will be a cereal. They need the Rob Zombie characters. Yeah. So number 10, I'm doing uh, Rob Zombie H2. H2. Okay. And now we're in agreement on Resurrection. Yeah, I All would right. say Resurrection. Number nine for me would be Halloween 5. What? You're going to say that that's worse than Halloween 6? Yes. Why? Because in 6, so like 5 and 6, you have the, uh, the tattoo thing with the thorn or whatever. Yeah. Um, 6, I appreciate at least some effort to get into... Don't get me wrong, it's a terrible movie, Um, but I appreciate the effort to try to build some sort of story behind that. Uh, I just felt like five, it was kind of an afterthought. Like They tacked all this stuff on for no reason other than suckering you into seeing the next movie. Uh, And like the man in black thing in five, like just weird. Agreed, but I think six. Um, I will say in five, Daniel Harris, uh, the girl, is great and is probably the best actor uh, in the whole movie. Yeah, and then yeah. Halloween 6, you got Paul Rudd. <laughs> Pre-Clueless. Pre, pre, that was his first film. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think pre, what do you think? Pre-Wet Hot American Summer, too. Yeah, yeah it was like, that was, was his, one of his, his first, first movie. Yeah. yeah. So what was your nine, Alan? Uh, I would say Halloween 2. Yeah, the, the, the zombie, the one? zombie okay. one? Okay. Yeah. How about you, Brett? My nine is Cur- Curse of oh, Michael yeah, Myers, yeah. Halloween 6. Okay. I'm trying to think of all of them as I write them down. All I right. didn't write these. Well, this will make you happy. My eight is Halloween six. I rate it just slightly, just barely better than part five. Okay. So you did, you did ten, resurrection is 10, five, and then six. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My number eight is six as well. I, I just didn't care for it. Yeah. My number eight would be Halloween. There was so much going on and I just, 
I don't like. I love Doctor Loomis, but it's like, come on, he shouldn't have been there. No, no. <laughs> so wait, you like Resurrection better than Curse and Rob Zombie? Yes. You big Buster Rhymes fan? I am. You like the I'm Flip huge, Mode Squad? <laughs> I'm a huge Buster Rhymes and Tyra Banks fan. <laughs> no, I think Resurrection was. I mean, it was a direct sequel to H2O. Yeah. I haven't seen it since the theater. Like, whenever that movie came out, what, 2002, 2003? That was the last time I... Don't get me wrong. The one and only time I saw it. It's bad. Um, But it's it's not as bad as Rob Zombie's Halloween (laughs) 2. I'm telling you right now. Uh, Are we on seven? Yeah, seven. My seven would be H2O. You know, I wanted to put H2O as my seventh. I put Halloween 5 as my seventh. H2O is really bad. (laughs) Yeah. Have you noticed how small Michael Myers is in that movie? He's tiny. Yeah. <laughs> He's a little guy. And his mask is pristine. Yeah. It's, it's a, just a really bad movie. Yeah. I do like that it has Jamie Lee Curtis in it. And, you know, you got Josh Hartnett. I guess. And it was bringing Hart- back. And I remember okay. being really excited for that movie back in 98 when it came out. But I just, I watched it. Uh, I watched the end of it again the other night. And I was just like, God, this is awful. Like, why did I like this? Yeah. LL Cool J. Again. Which I, if I was ranking them based off of rappers, I would rank Resurrection higher than each. Yeah. Yeah. No disrespect to Mr. Cool James, but uh, I'd take. Yeah. Busta Busta. is better. Oh, yeah. Um, But, and it's so cheesy too. It's like, at the end, he's like, baby, I'm all right. A thriller love story or whatever. (laughs) He's like talking about. And then Lori steals the ambulance and. Runs him over, and then Resurrection does such a shitty job of justifying it. But you know, they wrote that when they wrote H2O, they wrote that as the out. Oh, okay, that uh, he switched the masks or whatever. Uh, all right, anyway, what's your number? Uh, so this is this is seven, right? Yeah, the seventh spot. Uh, okay, so if H2O is my number seven, then the Rob Zombie, the first one, is my number six. H2O. Um, I just, I just wasn't interested in it. I, I saw it close to when it first came out and then I rewatched it and it was just like, just no interest whatsoever. Yeah. You know, like it has its moments, but yeah, it's just, it, it, it capitalized on the whole scream. I know what you yeah, did last right. summer. It was very sleek and like, yeah, very, very you know, clever and hip. Yeah. yeah. Well, didn't yeah. Kevin Williamson have something to do with it? I like, think you're right. That's yeah. Familiar. He like produced it and I think he probably did a rewrite of it yeah, too, because sure. they all talk like Dawson's Creek characters, yep. you know, just coming out of the nineties where everybody was so cool and it was just like, yeah, you know, it, it went to, they all listen to like third eye blind. And yeah. what's funny is uh, I watched that movie not, <laughs> not too long ago. Uh, yeah, and I had flashbacks to when I was in the 90s, you know, living that semi-charmed kind of life. Yeah. And, uh, oh, there you go. And everybody in that movie looks like how I looked uh, in 98 or whatever. <laughs> that movie came. I, was like, That's a, I was about that same age as the, the yeah. all the kids in the yeah. movie. Yeah, you and Josh Hartnett. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, my seventh spot is Halloween 5. Okay. So I went... Oh, okay. That's what we were talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Seventh spot? Uh, yep. Halloween 5 is my seventh spot. Halloween 5 is just really bad. Um, I do think Danielle Harris does a pretty good job, but she doesn't talk for the majority of the movie. She just sits there and screams. Um, and then if I, Oh yeah. Cause she's mute, right? Yeah. She's but then when she does five. stop talking, no, when she starts talking, nobody's like, Oh my God, she's uh, no, the one girl they does acknowledge it. Okay. The one, uh, the one friend, maybe I just didn't care enough. Yeah. Who had the dog. Um, yeah. What was her name? Just remember the, the, I just watched this movie. There's the douchebag, the douchebag boyfriend with his car. Oh, oh yeah. Like that was a great scene. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, he just doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> oh yeah, and then Michael Myers drives the car later. Like, yeah, yeah, he's it. driving it all over the place. Yeah, he, and he, he wears a, a different mask. He's a good driver for yeah. a guy who's been. In he does wear a different. He wears mask. a different mask, yeah. and the girl's like, "Oh, the boyfriend was named Michael too." Yeah, it's like kiss me, Michael. Yeah, <laughs> she kisses the mask, and I and I for a moment when I when I saw that when I first saw that I was like thinking. Like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe Michael will like her back. <laughs> yeah, maybe Michael's just like, he just wants some love. <laughs> this girl yeah, maybe he's like, me. you know what? She was cute, too. She was like, cute. he could have yeah. just, like... He's like, this girl sees me for the real me. Yeah. She likes, the man, she likes the man behind, behind the, mask. the mask. You had your chance, buddy. <laughs> he's like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to make amends. I'm, you know what? Darn it. Gosh, darn it. I'm going to go out there and make... I'm going to make this right. Yeah. What can I do to make things right? I've made and, some, some and he had And he had a sweet ride, too. That was a pretty oh, sweet car. Oh, it was man. a sweet car. He had it made for a few moments. <laughs> yeah. He had a, he, he came to a fork in the road, and he chose <laughs> left. And nobody would have ever found him because he was wearing a different mask. Yeah. And he could have gotten away with everything. Yeah. And, except for when he takes the mask off. Yeah. There yeah. You go. When Halloween's over. Um, <laughs> number six spot. Uh, well, for me now, if, uh, number six is where we're crossing into Halloween movies that I like. Uh, so mine would be number six would be Halloween four. Okay. Yeah. Mine was the first Rob Zombie movie. That was your number six. Yeah. Okay. So my number six is H2O. Okay. So I consider the bottom fifth, the bottom five, excuse me, the bottom half to be the worst and the top five to be the best. I agree with that. Um, so to recap, cause I know we've been kind of all over the place. People listening to this are like, what the fuck did they say? So the worst one that I have is Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Then I got Curse of Michael Myers, which is Halloween 6, Halloween Resurrection, Halloween 5, and H2O. My bottom would be, uh, starting from the bottom, Resurrection, Halloween 5, Halloween 6, H2O, Halloween 4. Yeah, so my list, Resurrection's number 10. Uh, Zombie's Halloween 2 is number 9. Number 6 is the 8th spot. The 7th spot is H2O. And... The sixth spot is the first Rob Zombie Halloween. Okay, so four out of five of those, we all agree, are the worst ones. We kind of disagree. David, you didn't have Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 on the bottom five. Um, I, I had Halloween 5 on there. Uh, someone had Halloween 4. Uh, yeah, Halloween 4 at the sixth spot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So those are the... We, we can pretty much say that h2o resurrection halloween six um all bad are all bad <laughs> <laughs> they're all pretty bad okay so now the top five david just just let's go through david's list real five quick. four three two one okay yeah five would be rob zombies halloween two um you like that movie i know kind of yeah, I I actually think the whole beginning of the movie is awesome. I like all the ho- uh, all the hospital stuff, but that's all a dream. It's still cool though. I just think the way it's <laughs> it shot, was all like, a dream. it looks really really cool. Okay, can I ask another question about that movie? Sure. Okay, so Rob Zombie's Halloween takes place in nineteen late nineteen seventies. Is is that I don't remember. The beginning. It's got like a late seventies soundtrack, so that sounds about right. The beginning, like or mid seventies when when Michael's young, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he's yeah. like he likes Kiss. The yeah, kid it's likes like God Kiss. of Thunder. Yeah. yeah, and then it's like fifteen years later. Okay, so if we go, if we say it's seventy five, okay, fifteen years later is nineteen ninety. Nineteen ninety is when the the stuff with Laurie Strode happens. Okay, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to think timeline. Even if it took place in 1980, it would be 1995 
because it's 15 years because she's boo, right? She yeah. grows up. She's yeah, yeah. 16. And they even say 15 years later. So Halloween 2 takes place at about that same time period, like one year later, right? So at most, it's 1996. It may be. So why aren't they dressing like people in H2O? Exactly. <laughs> aren't, and aren't they all into like the Smiths and like fucking... They should all be wearing corduroy <laughs> pants. Jenko jeans. We're going to get to a point where nobody's going to remember what happened in the 90s. And it's just going to be their own little view. Yeah. So the timeline of Rob Zombie's movie really is fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I just think there's some cool tension in, uh, in Rob Zombie's Halloween too. Yeah, it had its moments. But so that would be you my, like hobo Michael Myers. I do. Oh yeah, <laughs> eating. Uh, was he eating like a dog or something? Yeah. Um, well, that's his favorite dish. So yeah. five would be uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween two. Um, four would be Carpenter or not Carpenter, but Halloween two, uh-huh. like the original Halloween two. Um, then I would put Rob Zombie's first Halloween movie at number three. I would rank the new one second. And then my number one would be the original film. So our top four are exactly the same. Yeah. My number five is Halloween four. Um, I, I actually like Halloween four. I, I don't mind it at all. Um, I, no, thought, I like it. I at six. Yeah. So we're close. Um, that's my number five. And then number four is Halloween two, the original Halloween two. Okay. Number three is Rob Zombie's Halloween. I really, despite the, the, my problem with the timelines. I really do like Rob Zombie's take on Halloween. I do too. Yeah. I, I really don't think they should have made a sequel. I think he doesn't think they should have made a sequel and he only did it because someone else was going to do it, but he fucked it up. Yeah. And my only gripe with the, both the Rob Zombie, and actually it's a gripe of every Rob Zombie movie. Uh, I wish he would just direct. Like I don't like, I don't necessarily <laughs> like Rob Zombie as a, as a writer. I, I wish he would get people to write and you just focus on the direction. Because I think as he's a director, got really good visuals. Yes, and he's and artistic. He's, yeah. Yep, I wish he would just focus on that. He should just write songs. Yes, <laughs> and music. Um, and then I got 2018 as number two because you can't put 2018 higher than the original because the original was the original and it's right. John Carpenter's. Yeah, and you know we've blown John Carpenter enough. He's probably <laughs> sick of busting a nut. <laughs> uh, he likes it. Yeah. So uh, what do you got, Alan? Top five. Well, top five. So my fifth spot. I have part five. Okay. Uh, I liked it better than most people do. Um, and the thing that I really enjoyed, and I'll talk about four too, but uh, the thing I really enjoyed about five as well as four is Dr. Loomis's character. I love Dr. Loomis. He's one of my favorite characters in any horror movie. Um, and of course he's in the original Donald Pleasance, Dr. Donald, Loomis, yeah, not Malcolm Mr. McDonald. Donald planet uh, Pleasance. He's, He's in part four and five where people thought he should have been killed off. Um, I didn't have a problem with it. I thought he should have been killed off before six. So I didn't think he should have been in six. But in part five, uh, he's borderline mad. And he's uh, he was a really interesting character in part five. So it kept me interested in that movie. I really enjoyed part five. And, of course, you had Daniel Harris uh, reprising her role uh, as well. So... Uh, One thing we didn't mention is Danielle Harris is also in Rob Zombie's Halloween. That's right. Halloween too. And she's good. Yeah. I like her in those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. So part five is your number five. Number four. Number four is number four. Um, I I'm with you, Brett. I really enjoyed part four. Um, That's when they uh, took it into a different direction after part two. So part four kind of 
you know, took its own path as far as uh, where they wanted to go chrono- chronologically. I really enjoyed part four, same as I did as part five. Uh, you still had Loomis, and, uh, you know, you started seeing him just going a little crazy and, you know, just trying to convince everybody he's pure evil. And I just, I love that aspect of the movie. I know a lot of people don't like some of the supernatural element and that sort of thing, but I really enjoyed his character and the fact that he was trying to convince everybody he's like, this is no man, this is evil. You're dealing with evil. And uh, I liked, that's an aspect, an overall theme I've really enjoyed about the Halloween movies. It's not so much apparent in the new movie, but with those early films, uh, I really like that aspect. It's there. It's not a man. It's evil, mm-hmm. and nobody would believe him. It's not until later in the movie where they're like, "Holy shit! Like, how do we stop this thing?" He's like, "We can't." <laughs> you know. So four and five, uh, I like better than most. Uh, my third spot, uh, the uh, the recent Halloween movie, two thousand eighteen. Uh, it's you know, as I've said before, I really enjoyed it. It was an absolute blast. Uh, you guys are going to be surprised about my last two spots. Uh, second spot is the original Halloween. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, so what do you have as number one now? Part two, the original uh, part two. You like part two better than one. Just slightly. Uh, the scenes in the hospital were just a lot more spooky. And I, I think the very first Halloween I saw was part three, but we're not counting that. But the... As far as the Michael Myers movies, the very first one I saw was part two. Okay. Okay. And that always stuck with me is those scenes in the hospital were just super creepy. Um, it was a great setting. But it's just, I just enjoy it just slightly more than the original. I love the original and, and what it is and what it did and everything it created. But uh, part two has a, a, holds a place in my heart for sure. Fair enough. Yeah. So I, mean, I, could, I could almost say they're tied. Yeah, I really could. If, you know, if that's fair, I would say they're tied for the first spot. But hmm. yeah, it's hard for me to <laughs> justify putting Halloween two above the most recent Halloween. And that's OK. I mean, but John Carpenter yeah. isn't dead. But if he were, he'd be spinning in his grave. Right yeah, that's, <laughs> what, that's some like, real bullshit. Deborah Hill is spinning in her. Grave. Yes. Oh, dad. R.I.P. But yeah, um, uh, it's, it, 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 the second one's a good one. I like it. Yeah. The second one's not bad, no. And another thing about the second one is the reason why I enjoy it the most is because uh, we met Dick Warlock, and he played the shape in part two. And okay. He was just a super nice guy. And he has the coolest name ever, Dick, Dick Warlock. Warlock. This is a yeah. badass name. Yeah, he should star in a porn, yeah. porn version say, of yeah. Lord yeah. of the Rings. <laughs> but, but part two had some really great kill scenes. Lord of the anal rings. <laughs> 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 it had uh, it had awesome kills the bathtub scene um of course you had dr loomis why does the bathtub get that hot someone oh, got to fix the thermostat yeah. yeah it's not a bathtub it's like it's a, a therapeutic yeah yeah, the, yeah 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 but they use it as a spa yeah you got a That's setting to boil someone <laughs> they, make, they make soup on the off days <laughs> and there's like nobody at the hospital yeah, there's yeah, it's there. severely understaffed. Except for the 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 only other patient is the kid who bit into a razor blade. Yeah, <laughs> which oh, is yeah. probably where that whole like that, that whole myth, urban myth urban, came yeah. from. But now Rick Rosenthal, that was the director, I believe. Okay, he went on to direct. Um, he did uh, a lot of stuff. He did another Halloween movie though, didn't he? Can't remember. I'm not sure which. one. Uh, maybe not. Uh, but uh, he mentioned, you know, people were saying like, "Oh, hospitals are never that empty." 
Uh, he said he and his wife went to a small hop- uh, hospital one night, and it was just like the way it was in that movie. It was almost empty. It was late at night. No one was there. So he justified using that setting. But I love that setting. It's uh, it, it's one of my favorite one of my favorite movies and one of the favorite uses of a hospital. Yeah, I would agree. I think uh, it's well done for what it is. I do yeah. really enjoy it. I mean, I rate, obviously I ranked it, what, third on my list? Yeah, I ranked it four on my list. But yeah, yeah I mean, there's there's definite things that I don't like about it, but mm-hmm. it's not, it, it belongs in the top five. It yeah. doesn't belong at number one. But. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it's tied for number one if that okay. makes you feel better. Yeah, it does. Kind of. Hey, I just checked real quick. Uh, he did. He directed uh, another Halloween movie, Resurrection. Oh, so he did the in your eyes the best and worst. The best and the worst. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Yeah. Resurrection's not the worst. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna listen to Busta Rhymes for this. Um, Give me some hope. So I, I put forth a challenge, and I don't know if you guys can do this, but I have something to say about this. I put forth a challenge because there's been a lot of sequels to Halloween movies. Um, obviously 10, uh, well, we'll exclude Rob Zombie's Halloween's from these because <clears throat> those were remakes. But, uh, I put forth the challenge. If you could make, you're in charge of making a new Halloween movie. Okay. But you have to, the condition is that you have to justify every single Halloween movie that's been made and make it all make sense. Cause you know, like H2O, they skipped over part four, five, and six. And they just disavowed those and they just, it was a sequel to Halloween two. The most recent Halloween, they skipped over all of them and they just said, this is a direct sequel to Halloween one. So now you're going to make Halloween 2020. Okay. I'm giving you over a little (laughs) over a year and you have to justify all of the sequels. How do you do it? You, you don't. Ha- <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You'd have to start with the curse, right? And the, I guess the little baby had to get a little thorn tattoo on him. <laughs> I guess you'd have to start there. Uh, and then he is adopted and then kills his sister. And that's where we get into the confusion of is Laurie Strode really his sister or not? Because he's adopted. But then in a later, uh, maybe in my film, a paternity test on Maury Povich uh, would determine uh, that they are you not are related. not related. Yeah, and then he does an awesome little break dance thing. Lori, and and Lori's like, oh, people. thank God we're not related. Somebody just made that up. <laughs> He's still so, going to kill you, though. I, I think one and two already make sense because they're connected. Um, yeah. Take place at the same time, basically. So one and two are the foundation. So right? I think you'd have to work in, uh, to me, to make it all stitched together make sense. You, there'd have to be immediately at birth the uh, curse stuff some sort of adoption or some confusion as to whether or not they are related. So later you can undo it. Now, Lori, if we go with all of them, she has three kids. Yeah. She has Danielle Harris, Jamie. That's right. She has Josh Hartnett. Yep. And now she has Karen, uh, Strode, uh, who is the most recent one. So how does she justify not talking to these kids? Okay. So Danielle Harris gets taken away from her right away from birth. So maybe she gets pregnant while she's in high she school. She has another kid. And then and then she has um another kid who gets taken away when she's 12, right? She's an unfit mother. And then she has Josh Hartnett and she just leaves with him. <laughs> Wait, so so the uh <laughs> So the daughter in the new one how old would she when would she have been born? 
Well, so that's that. That's a good question too, because in real life, that actress was born in 1975. Right. Oh, well, there you go. So she. I knew she wasn't young. Like. Yeah. So she would have had to been born. Like that. The original. Yeah, so movie. She must be playing somebody <laughs> who's right. yeah five or six years younger. So maybe in the early 80s. Yeah. So she had her so like 19... mid 30s. Yeah. She's not yeah. Mid 30s. <laughs> they should have got a younger actress. That's a good. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> but let's like, say she's I feel like that actress is in everything now. Like she's Yeah, she's in a lot of stuff. She's, yeah, yeah. She's getting work. So so it's hard to do. It's hard to do because you have damn near impossible. But there is a YouTube channel um called Cinemassacre. Uh have you ever heard of Angry yeah, Video, Angry Game, Video Nerd? Game Nerd? Yeah. Uh he also does Cinemassacre's Cinem- awesome. Yeah. He was talking about this and they kind of did this challenge <laughs> or whatever. And the way that he justified it I thought was brilliant. So what did he do? He would do kind of like a Wes Craven's new nightmare in the sense that it's oh. Jamie Lee Curtis is playing herself. Right. And all of these movies did happen, but they were all movies. Right. And now they're going to reboot the franchise and they're going to make another one. But the real movie that's outside of this was Halloween three. And the company in charge of making Michael Myers mask is the silver shamrock company. And they make the Michael Myers mask, which causes the actor who plays Michael Myers to go insane on the set and start killing everybody. That's great. So that I thought was a brilliant take. And I was like, Oh, and it got me thinking like, how would I justify it? Not doing that. And I couldn't think of a way except for through like, copycat killers. Yeah. Like you could say four, five and six were a copycat killer that someone brainwashed into thinking that he was actually Michael Myers. Yeah. Halloween H2O. She goes into hiding after her uh, 12 year old daughter gets taken away and then she has Josh Hartnett and then maybe he dies of a rare blood disease. And so then she comes <laughs> back to Haddonfield and uh, she doesn't ever talks about him anymore. Uh, you know, so you could do kind of stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, it'd just be really complicated oh yeah (laughs) the only thing about that is you know they didn't use uh they're not connecting all the movies as if they all happened so it's kind of like oh in the that's an easy way in the cinemassacre one yeah Yeah, it's just saying that they're all movies (laughs) it's like so none of this i do like the idea of the mask making him uh, go crazy and so is this the original uh the original shape that we're talking about nick castle is it him? No, it's just well, it's just a reboot. Yeah, yeah, okay. So oh, okay, it's Jamie okay. Lee Curtis starring in a new Halloween movie. And the guy planning so the she's reboot. On, she's okay. on set. And so then they're like, oh, we need a mask to be making. And, and it's not the Silver Shamrock Company, but it's the guy. Who is the guy in uh, Halloween 3 um, that uh, does I, the whole I can't remember I can't remember company? But he like had escaped, and he's yeah. starting his own new company now that nobody uh, knows He'd have to be like 150 years old. Yeah. Well, no, because he's a warlock. He's Dick. Oh, he's a warlock. He's there you Dick go. <laughs> Dick is a warlock also. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. I just like, thought that was kind of a neat thing to think about because all too often, like sequels to movies or reboots, they just yeah. go, well, we're going to take parts of the movies that we like and we're going to disavow the ones yeah, that yeah, we don't this, like. That stuff doesn't hey, exist. man, you need to recognize even the shitty ones. When yeah. you own it, own it. Yeah. You took our money. Yeah. Yeah. And, and find a way out fix of it. Fix it. Yeah. You yeah. fix it. Fix it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fix it. You can't just tear down a house and build a new one. Sometimes you got to renovate that shit. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you guys. Uh, so arguably the three famous horror franchises, how would you guys rank them? Friday the 13th, 
Halloween and Nightmare on Elm Street. I got mine. As a franchise, oh, I know you got yours. <laughs> I think. Uh, well, I think we we may have talked about this, maybe offline or something. Um, I th- my favorite movies of the, of all, if we lumped them all together, some of my favorites are are Nightmare on Elm Street movies. But yeah. as a franchise, I'd probably say Friday the Thirteenth is the strongest franchise. Mm-hmm. Then I'd probably go Nightmare on Elm Street, and I'd I'd probably go Halloween last. Although this new movie really helps. Yeah. So eh, yeah, those two might be neck and neck. Yeah. See, and I would go Friday the Thirteenth number one. Right. Number two, I'd go Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, to me, I love the character of Freddy. Yeah. Um, but I really only like two of the movies. Right. I really only like Nightmare on Elm Street 1 and yeah. 3. But I think they're great movies. With Friday the 13th, there's probably like five or six of those movies that I really like. Yeah. With Halloween, there's probably three, four of those movies that I could be like, okay, I'm going to watch mm-hmm. these. A Nightmare on Elm Street, I'm not going to sit down and watch. Maybe there's three Nightmare on Elm Street films. Maybe number Worth four. going back to. Yeah, maybe number four. Yeah. But the rest of them, I think, I think Friday the 13th is probably the best. Yeah. yeah. I would say uh, my favorite of these franchises would be Halloween, followed by Friday the 13th, and then lastly, Nightmare on Elm Street. Again, like to your point, Brett, there's only... Maybe two, maybe three mm-hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street movies that I really enjoy, but uh, way more Halloween movies that I enjoy as well as Friday Thirteenth. But I give the edge to Halloween. Now, now, uh, yeah, now, yeah. Before, before I would have probably said Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, but now, uh, just slightly Halloween. Yeah, and I could see for my two and three, this movie tipping the scales, uh, making Halloween two. And then uh, Nightmare Third. Yeah, yeah. I just thought this movie—they did a really good job. Do you think they will or should make another one? Oh, they're going to make another one. <laughs> I think it's under, it's under contract, isn't it's, it? It's pacing to make eighty million dollars this weekend. It's yeah, there's going to be another one. I think there's going to be a trilogy. Uh, I had heard. I, I had heard that uh, Danny so, Bread and. Uh, uh, David Gordon uh, Green is it who yeah. directed it? I guess they're already kind of talking about what they would do for a, a I sequel. Think, I think they had already thought of it when they wrote the first one, but they, yeah. And uh, yeah, without, I don't want to get into spoilers, obviously, yeah. but I, I think that they left a, there's an opening. Uh, yeah, we'll have to talk about that yeah. offline. So yeah. if there's a second one, and you got to imagine if there's a supernatural element added to it now, would you guys be disappointed? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Don't do that. No, if they fuck it up, Mm -hmm. then it's going to fuck up this one. Mm -hmm. Right. If they, if, if the next one is is just kind of like Rob zombies, although I still like the first one, but the second one almost fucked up the first one. Yeah. And if they do another one next year or in the next couple of years, that is bad. Yeah. It's going to fuck this up for me. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. And it's gonna piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> and why don't why doesn't why don't you think Carpenter comes back and goes, yeah, let me try to direct this? He might. I I don't know. I could see him doing that. He seems reinvigorated these last few years between doing the music tours and now scoring this film. And it's, there just seems to be a renewed interest in his. He's films. the last yeah. great the one alive. Too. And now they're talking about doing like a TV show or series around. Um, uh, Prince of Darkness, and I guess uh, there's more talk heating up about Big Trouble in Little China being remade, They Live being remade. Uh, I could see him being like, you know what? Yeah, this is I, I built this motherfucker. Get out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me I, do it. I, I I would like to see him direct yeah. again. 
Me too. Absolutely. I don't know if he will, but I. I What's the last film he directed? Uh, it was oh, the Ward. The Ward. That's right. Yeah, that was. And then the last before one. that, uh, was it wasn't Ghosts of Mars, was it? I think it was. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He took. He, there was a while there where he was directing a movie a year, or mm-hmm. or even less than that, and then that was in the eighties, and then it was like long. Yeah, breaks. But I'd love films. to see him get an opportunity where he finds a producer or a production company that says, "Hey, right, here's your here's your money. Go make your movie. We're gonna leave you alone." That'd yeah, cool. yeah. Well, that was uh, that was Halloween. Now Halloween is fastly approaching. We want to talk about some of our fond Halloween memories. Like, what was the best costume that you dressed as as a kid? I got mine. Um. As a kid, my favorite costume was the least comfortable, but I was, I was the invisible man one year, and uh, how we did it was my dad uh, and I, oh, mostly my dad, because I was a kid. It was, it was all my dad. I just stood there and handed him, handed him stuff. Um, but we built this apparatus that went on my shoulders, uh, and it was made out of coat hangers that my mm-hmm. dad welded together, and he built this frame that made me basically like a foot taller, uh, just my torso. So I had very stubby legs. Um, and then my, my actual head was behind a jacket that had holes in it. And then I had this stand that sat on my shoulders. And then on top of that was a hat and then hanging from a uh, fishing line were glasses. So I had like a, that's awesome. It, and it was cool. And I wore gloves and I, every house, like I felt like every door I knocked on people open up, they go, Oh my God, let me go get a cat. <laughs> I got my picture taken by many a stranger. That's uh, awesome. That evening. But and was that a- was and that was pre-internet, right? Yeah. Because yeah. like I've seen that costume on the internet, and I've thought, wow, that's really cool. I would not know how to make that. So how did your dad even know how to do that? My dad's just naturally uh, inclined. Uh, you know, we mentioned in a previous episode how my game room in my house has a moving bookcase. My dad helped me uh, engineer that, and even now as an adult, when I say helped me. Uh, more like I helped my dad. He, he he's the brains behind it. And I just go, oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. Idea. That's cool. So that's by far my favorite costume. But it was super uncomfortable. I remember those coat hangers <laughs> just digging into my shoulders. Suck it up. Son. <laughs> they, hey, yeah, you want the candy? You got to do the work. <laughs> got to work, bitch. Probably the most, <laughs> the most memorable for me was uh, when we were little kids. Me and my brother. He was four and I was six or seven. And... Uh, we didn't really have any elaborate costumes at the time, but we did have uh, pairs of uh, Ninja Turtle pajamas. And it was the ones where they go down to your wrist and to your ankles where it looks like you're a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> so we were like, you know, these could be our costumes. Like, you know, we, it occurred to us, like, we could be Ninja Turtles for Halloween. And we had like the little, uh, little you know, the colored masks over our eyes and we didn't really do any makeup though, but you know, we were just we put on our pajamas and some sneakers, and our parents took us t- trick or treating. And that you know, that one is uh, probably my most memorable and my most favorite Halloween. Um, and our buddy, uh, one of the neighborhood kids across the street, he was literally just a ghost, so he wore a white sheet with the two holes poked through, and, <laughs> and we had a blast that night. Uh, but that was my favorite costume. But uh, another favorite was uh last year at dave's party i was 1980s charles bronson so that was an awesome costume that's like my favorite modern like and for a, those adult you, costume and for those of you who haven't had the pleasure of meeting alan in real life he looks a lot like charles <laughs> bronson he really does when you, yeah it, it's not too much effort but yeah i get that he, he's wearing a death wish three is it three yeah shirt right now 
So. Yeah, look at and I'm looking at the picture of Bronson on the shirt, and it's, it's uncanny. <laughs> Bronson's the man. <laughs> I have a couple of memories of like shitty uh, <laughs> Halloween costumes, but my one of my favorites was I went as Freddy Krueger nice. one year, and there was like this whole kit that you could get that you'd have to paint and you'd apply yeah. the makeup and the latex and everything. And my, I remember my mom and dad helping me out with that. And then I made a glove. I took like an old Brown uh, work glove that my dad had and I cut out like cardboard nice. for the nails yeah. and oh, I wrapped awesome. them in tinfoil. So they looked, oh, that's I had, cool. dude, I did almost the exact same thing one year. Uh, this is before my dad, uh, apparently my dad really phoned it in that year. It wasn't engineering something awesome, but it was a, a work glove of his. And I think we just stapled uh, popsicle sticks <laughs> and wrapped uh, foil around yeah. them. Um, so, uh, that was one of my favorite ones. I was also the Wolfman one year and that also had like <clears throat> hair. Did that itch like crazy? Well, it did. And that was one of the things I was going to say is like when you have a lot of makeup or appliances on and you're a kid, and it's hot from like You're walking from house to house. You like start scratching. Yeah. And by the time you get home, it's like, what the fuck were you when you left? Because you don't look anything <laughs> look like, like a leper. Yeah. <laughs> um, but two, two that I remember when you said the ghost thing, I remember I was probably like three or four years yeah. old and I went as a ghost and my parents gave me the sheet and they cut the holes in the eyes. Yeah. Right. Well, throughout the night, the, the sheet would shift and I would like have to pull it. Right. <laughs> And like, I couldn't see. So I just keep pulling it and pulling it. And by the end of the night, my head was just poking through like one <laughs> giant hole. So it's like, what the hell is this kid supposed to be? Oh, but awesome. the other one, Wait, what'd you say you were? Uh, you were a shuttlecock? A shuttlecock? You know, like you play badminton? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you? I'm a shuttlecock. Hey, what'd you call me? Who <laughs> put razor blades in this kid's <laughs> candy? Um, no, the other one that just makes me laugh. And I don't know if this is going to translate, but I'll say it anyway. So my grandmother went to like Jerusalem or something for a trip and she brought us back stuff. And one of the things that she brought me back was a, um, <laughs> like a, like what a sheik would wear. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, know, a, I understand. Like, yeah. like a, a turban? No, no not a turban. Um, like a long, it's like almost a, like a headdress kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking a, about. With like a bandana around or like yeah. a headband and then like it covers. Yeah. I think yeah. it counts as a turban. I know. It's no, not, no, it's not a turban. Well, no, but it's like a style of turban. It's like, know. it's like some kind of headdress, right? Like, yeah, I know what you're like talking about. Like if you about. picture like a sheik. Yeah. Right. <laughs> with like sheep. All right. So then I was like all fascinated with this and I was like, I want to be a sheik for Halloween. Yeah. It's like, why? I was like six oh. and I was like, or five or six. And I was like, I'm going to be a sheik. And so my parents like made this, like, I look like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> they made like this, uh, sheet. That's a typo negative song. And then, uh, I put the thing on, they painted like a mustache and beard on me. And I walked around with this big staff. I look like Moses, like <laughs> Moses and Jesus had a baby That's and it awesome. was me. And I was like, so happy. And I remember going trick or treating and people just being confused. It's like, <laughs> why is this kid is this? dressed as a sheik? And like, I liked your shuttlecock is, costume better last year. This is like during like the Iran Contras and like, <laughs> like why was I like so fascinated with the Middle East? Like nowadays you dress like that and people are going to like report you. Yeah. Like report me, report my parents for terrorists. Maybe mm -hmm. you were a Iron Sheik fan or something. I wasn't though. No? Not at that time. So, okay. I didn't know who the Iron Sheik was <laughs> at that time. Um, but yeah, I just, it always just tickles me. Like, I was so fascinated. I went to school like 
we would dress up in our costumes at school back then. Yeah. And we would do like like parades around the neighborhood. And I remember my friend, I had another friend who wasn't Batman. He was Robin. And it was like, why would you choose? No one wants to be Robin. Wow. <laughs> why did this kid choose to be Robin? <laughs> like, why? Yeah, that's a terrible choice. Like, I want to be a sidekick. Like, yeah. <laughs> so oh. there was Robin and the Sheik. Yeah. <laughs> the two shittiest costumes in kindergarten. <laughs> oh, that's God. Weird. I don't know why that tickles me, but oh. it just does. So, yeah. So those are some great Halloween memories. Yeah. Uh, I remember also, like, carrying around a pillowcase. Oh, yeah. Instead of, like, a trick-or-treat bag and just not stopping until that oh, motherfucker was full. I remember when... We'd got we'd have halls of candy each night, year after year, and our parents would regulate how many we could have, you know, from the coming nights. And then every time we saw the bag, there was less and less. Uh, parents just ate it. It's messed up. <laughs> it was just like, okay, we know what's going on. Here. My neighborhood, we had a woman. I don't know if it was her or her husband or someone in her house. I assume worked for like a uh, like a like a food distributor, and she would give out full size bags of chips. And sometimes like two liters of soda. That's pretty Whoa. good. Yeah. So every year we would hit her house and then twice. And then like yeah, yeah, exactly. So then we would go home and then my sister and I would throw on like a costume from like last year. Yeah. And my mom would drive us like a couple houses down from her and then we'd go trick or treat. So your mom was in time. on it? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> She's like, We need more two. We liters. need more chips. <laughs> we need more cool ranch. There was this one bitch in our neighborhood who would who we'd say trick or treat and she'd be like in order to get a treat, you got to do a trick. <laughs> and I remember like just being like, oh. sounds kind of dirty. Well, yeah, now it does. But I remember just thinking like, what? And <laughs> and eventually like a couple of years went by of doing that every year. And then I was like, I don't no. want to even go to this house. It's not worth it <laughs> for like a Tootsie Roll. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you have any favorite Halloween memories, you know, also if you want to tell us how shitty our rankings were of the Halloween movies or how shitty Dave's were, in specifically <laughs> or Alan's for that matter. Um, you should contact us. Tell us your favorite Halloween memories, what you think of the new Halloween uh, 2018 movie or um, tell us anything at all. You can contact us. Where can they contact us, David? Uh, you can uh, message us directly um, at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at the swearwolves. We're also on Facebook. We are the swearwolves there. And then we also have website, uh, uh, the And if you are listening on iTunes, please uh, give us a rating and uh, a good rating. <laughs> well, <laughs> preferably yeah. a good rating. Or please <laughs> uh, leave some comments or any wherever you listen to this. Uh, go ahead and rate us because it does help us out uh, becoming more public and gain more listenership. So for the Swearwolves, I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. Happy Halloween. Yeah.